And I promise you, there isn't a person in this room that at some it could be in 10 minutes, it could be this moment, it could be in 3,000 lifetimes from now, that's not going to have to make that step and make that commitment. And again, it doesn't mean that you've got to go become a nun or a monk or a, go live in a cave or do 10,000, you know, 100 million names of Buddha, God, all these things that, these, that people do when they get religious. I'm not talking about being religious. God has nothing to do with religion. I'm talking about a spiritual life. God has nothing to do... I mean, it has, yeah, because it's all part of the entire soup, you know? But it's a religion is a small part of it. Religion exists. I mean, look, I'm not a communist, but Karl Marx really hit the nail on the head. It's the crutch of the masses, you know? People need something to lean on because they don't have... You understand? So you have religion. But... Once you have God, understand, you don't need a crutch. You, you're living a spiritual life. You don't need dogma. You have become a person who has learned to trust, who has learned respect, who has learned compassion, who has learned how to treat other human beings in a, you know, in a human way. I mean, understand what I'm talking about? It's so important because there's this fear, oh, I'm going to commit to something, and then 50 years later, you know? You know? Instead of just taking that step and understanding whatever relationship you have can only get better if you make that commitment. And if the person in your life is upset because you, then that person shouldn't be in your life. And I know I'm crossing some pretty serious grounds here, you know? But they should not be. If a person can't commit to supporting your spiritual life, you don't want that person in your life. You're better off being alone. And then you'll find somebody who will do it. In, um, so in committing to the spiritual life, what's it look like for you when you wake up? I have no idea. I have no idea, because there are two people in this room that can experience it the same way. So I can't answer that question. You stumped me. <laughs> there aren't, I know what it looks like. I look out and I see the God in every one of you. I see the Spirit in every one of you. You understand, when I eat food, it tastes, I can taste whether the food has love in it or not. You know? That's why it's so wonderful to have these lunches here rather than go to a restaurant. You can taste that it comes out of somebody's heart. You understand? I mean, I I know what it is for me. I don't know what it's going to be. It could be, you know, I don't know. You could spend, you could make this commitment and be, you know, two months pissed off at yourself. I don't know what it's, and then that eases out into what the hell am I doing? I, you know? I don't know. It's different for everybody, and it should be different for everybody. Because the energy of God, or infinite energy, or high, it, it doesn't come through any two people alike. You have all these people that teach Rudy's work. You've got the banner of Rudy sitting in all these houses in America, and who knows where. You know, not two of them will teach this work alike. You know? Not two of them. 
It'll be different in each and every one of their places, and it depends on your taste. People go where they're supposed to go, and nobody's in competition with anybody else, although for years I never believed that because I felt like all these people were trying to tear my life apart. I said, what are they doing? Who cares? You know, I don't give a shit what they teach. When I was younger, it would drive me crazy. But then I got bored. It didn't matter anymore. It's not my problem. It's their problem, you know? You know, it's like Zen, you know? I mean, what's the sound of one hand clapping? But when you hear it, you have heard God. And that's why I tell people you've got to continue to grow because if you continue to work on yourself... Your inner life will take you there. And it'll be a, a monumental moment in your life when you step across that invisible line, you know, between you and you becoming a person who truly has made that commitment. Uh, once you make a commitment, your whole life kind of reorganizes itself. It really does. I saw it happen to me when I was younger. When I made that commitment to what I, and suddenly everything started changing and things became possible that weren't possible, doors opened that didn't open before. Things happened that could never happen before. And your life becomes like one little miracle following the other. And it all makes room for one thing, for you to do God's work on the earth. That's what it makes room for. Because frankly, these cosmic energies need people to do this. You understand? There are six billion souls that have to evolve and grow and get closer. You know, and in the course of time, does has no meaning. You understand? A million years, a billion years. What does it mean in terms of cosmos? You know? And these souls have to evolve. And in the cosmos, hey, well, there's somebody who made it. Open the doors for them. Make it possible for them. And they also will test whether your commitment is real. They really will. They will put every conceivable test in front of you to see if your commitment is real. And these things happen all the time. They still happen to me. Stuart, this commitment has to be deepened all the time, doesn't it? Of course. It's just an endless deepening process. Well, because there's no limit to infinite energy. Once you become a spiritual fat cat, it's over. Your life is over. You know, you get satisfied. I mean, the Rolling Stones sang a song, I can't get no satisfaction. I mean, they certainly weren't talking about a spiritual life, but it had something very spiritual. I can't get no satisfaction. And I try and I try. Well, you should never be satisfied because once you're satisfied, the only thing that grows is your ass. <laughs> yeah. That hunger has to continue in you to grow. And it's a hunger that never gets, you know, you fill up and then there's another hunger and it never becomes satiated because the energy of God, the energy of spirit has no limitation. And if you're hungry to become enlightened, you don't get satisfied with any level of growth. It's just something else that you have to work past. That's all. But what an incredible adventure. You understand? What a remarkable adventure. It's the greatest adventure in the world, and you don't have to go anywhere. 
except inside yourself. 